What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hoopplex, where we talk about basketball and wrestling unscripted and uncensored. My name is Jarrell Thomas. I'm Jonathan Brown. And yet again, we're back. It's been a lot, like, these past three weeks, man, between, like, finals and everything, man. Like, it's, it's been a lot. But we do have a little bit of an announcement. <clears throat> we weren't able to officially say this on the last episode, but now we can. Ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan Brown is a Morehouse man. John graduated from Morehouse College this previous Sunday. And I just got to say, bro, I'm very proud of you. I'm happy for you. You about to go change the world, man. Big ups to you, bro. How, how does it feel? Thank you, Jarrell, for that. And uh, it, it feels great. It feels great. Uh, it hit me a little bit um, that I graduated from Morehouse, uh, the number one HBCU. Sorry, Spellman. I'm staying out of that. Nah, you should get involved with that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it feels great. It feels amazing. It, it doesn't feel real at the moment, but I think it will feel real once um, law school starts in the fall. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And in December, I'm going to be right with him, man. So just stay tuned, y'all. I'm just so proud of John. I'm very happy for him. But with that being said, it's been a few weeks. On the last episode, we had just finished talking about the first round of the playoffs. And now we're in the conference finals, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to give you a recap of what's happened, what happened in the second round and what's happened so far in the conference finals. And the first thing that I want to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, Phoenix... <laughs> Oh now, we God. laughed about Brooklyn. We going to laugh about Philly. But the Phoenix Suns did exactly what I said they were going to do. I said from the beginning that Phoenix ain't going to do shit. I said that last year was day one chance. I said last year was Chris Paul's one chance. That nigga is never going to get a ring. He should have retired, okay? Every. Phoenix was doing talking all this shit all year. And I said, Phoenix got to get humbled. And in game seven of the second round, Luka Doncic does the most racially motivated thing ever and literally obliterates Phoenix by his damn self in the first half. He literally outscores Phoenix on his own, the entire team on his own in the first half. They These niggas lost by 40. And I must say that that was wonderful. You know, that, that day was just great all around, man. Because I get to watch, I got to watch some of my best friends graduate from college. One of my friends had a baby. And then, then Dallas, Beats the ever-living shit out of Phoenix all in one day? That's a blessing. That is a blessing. But, John, what did you think about that Phoenix and Dallas series, specifically that game seven? Okay. I'm going to say about the series at first and seven. The series, I thought Phoenix were going to sweep Dallas. I thought Phoenix were going to sweep Dallas. After the first two games and then all of – 
all of Phoenix fans, they were saying Suns and four. I was like, yeah, it's looking like Suns and four. <laughs> but the fact that Dallas tied it up, it was like, uh-oh, they got something brewing. But Phoenix, you know, they're going to win in six. No biggie, right? Nah, what Dallas did on Sunday, this past Sunday, that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Like, I was at, um, I was eating dinner with my family. It was at a pizza restaurant in Buckhead. And we were just looking at the, the game was on the TV. We were just looking at the TV like, what in the hell <laughs> is this? No way Phoenix is going to be that bad on live television in the playoffs. No way. I can understand regular season, but at home in the playoffs, nah. Nah. Yeah, that, that whole thing was crazy, bro. But I tried to tell y'all. I tried to say Phoenix was, uh, you know, I just find it funny because everybody said originally that Miami was the fraudulent number one seed. <laughs> Oof. That that take that take aged poorly. Speaking of Miami, John, talk to me about Miami beating Philly in six, and what does that do for James Harden? I don't know about James Harden. I I don't care about James Harden anymore. Um, he goes off one game, and then he does terrible the next. He had what thirty twenty seven one game. Next, you know. In the elimination game, he scored 11 points. I'm sorry, but, like, you don't cut it out for me, James Harden. Like, you just don't. Um, We all knew you weren't going to win against Miami. We all knew that. And there was this video, I think uh, it was a easy – the 76 is one defense. And James Harden was, like, like – help defense he was at the booth on the block and it was like a shot went up miss and the ball was literally right in front of James Harden he didn't box out nothing and I believe the shooter I think it's PJ Tucker ran it ran around him and got help. got his own offensive rebound from his own shot man and then Joel Embiid is like what the fuck I mean, uh, James Harden, he doesn't cut it out for me anymore. I really stopped caring about James Harden. I really, I really did. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward towards Tyrese Maxey. And there was another video of Tyrese Maxey and James Harden getting into an argument where Tyrese Maxey stood up and like actually had to walk away and like had to like he, he was, you can tell he was visibly upset and frustrated, but he had to laugh it off. So yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward towards Tyrese Maxey. I met him. He's a pretty cool guy. Go Tyrese Maxey. I'll see him for the next season. Man, and I just, I really feel bad for Embiid, man, because to keep, bro, Embiid should have been at least in the finals by now. I mean, has he had his moments where he sold? Yes, but when they've lost series like this, it's never been his fault. Now, did he have the best performance in game six? Absolutely not by any means, no. But 
when you have somebody who literally was number two in the MVP voting, who shows up and shows out, who's always going to give his best effort on the court no matter what. When you have that in your center and you have somebody like James Harden who's supposed to be Many people have said James Harden is the greatest scorer of this current era. People have said James Harden is on the Mount Rushmore of shooting guards. People, I mean, James Harden is a top 75 all-time player. But the thing about Harden that's been bugging me the whole time is I've been saying this. When it comes to the playoffs, James Harden has always folded under pressure. And this is not some shit that's like, because you would think, because everybody was like, when I said, oh, James Harden's going to choke, he's like, oh, well, he got him beat, like, Harden to beat. Now, I did say that at first. Oh, well, Harden and B going to go together, but didn't. Listen, I understand that he was hurt, but if AD and Harden, and, well, Kyrie was hurt, but that's it. Well, Kyrie too. Kyrie was still who played a few games. If that big three, in addition to Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, Nick Claxton, and whoever else on that team last year couldn't get it done. And James Harden was one of the main reasons behind that. We really got to take a look at this because, like, he's great in the regular season. He's, well, not as of late. I mean, right now the nigga kind of cooked. But overall, bro, we got to be honest with ourselves, man. James Harden ain't who he used to be. I mean, even in B said it. I mean, obviously, like he's more a traditional point guard now, but I'm like, nigga, if if you're gonna shoot the ball, at least take some good shots. But I'ma just leave it at that with Hart. I'ma just leave it at that. Um, the next series I want to talk about, um Milwaukee and Boston. Now, I'm gonna say this live on air right here, right now. Um, to the Boston Celtics fans, to the ones who told me Boston was going to be legit, I, I I apologize. I was wrong. I was wrong. I said that Boston was going to pull a Boston, and they have not. They are we've reached the conference finals, and they beat the defending champion Milwaukee Bucks. I apologize. Now, I will say this. One thing I did say was that the winner – of that series between Milwaukee and Boston is coming out of the East. I still stand by that. I don't, I, I definitely think Boston's going to beat Miami. Um, Boston and Miami are both legit teams, but I mean, as long as Grant Williams remembers how to play a basketball, I think they'll be okay. Jalen Brown is an embarrassment to play our basketball, but we're going to get, we're going to, we're going to get to that later. But John, what did you think about, that Milwaukee and Boston series because I I love that series. Yeah. Um to tell you the truth, that was the series where I didn't pay attention because of all the graduation activities. Yeah. Which makes but sense. I was surprised to see Boston win. I was surprised that that series went to seven games. I thought Milwaukee was going to win it in six. Um but uh yeah I mean Boston looks legit now. They look legit. And especially going into Miami. I mean, yeah, Miami won game one against the Celtics, but 
Boston, they look legit, man. They they look like they're about to go to the finals. I think that series win against Milwaukee showed that okay, we we're going to the finals. It doesn't matter who we face next. We're going mm-hmm. to the and then the last series in the second round, uh, Golden State and Memphis. Um, Memphis, it was a good run. It was it was a good run. But I, I I said from the beginning, Memphis would go to the finals if Golden State fucked up. Golden State did not fuck up at all. Uh, ja, I mean, you know, you hitting the gritty. It was cool. You know, you did that little gritty twerk. It was kind of it was kind of sus, but it was cool. Um, y'all had a good run, but um, like I said. The Warriors will be winning the NBA championship, ladies and gentlemen. Um, six games, not really too much to say. Um, I didn't really pay attention to that series much at all, um, just because, well, I took a little mini vacation for graduation for to go to. For, so while they were doing their graduation activities, I was taking a nap. So I, I didn't really get to watch that series but uh john did you catch any of the games uh i did catch the game when golden state got blown out by 40 oh yeah i did catch that one i i caught that one when i saw they were down by like 20 30 a half i turned it off <laughs> i was like yeah game over i'll i'll see i'll go to sleep and i'll see you at graduation I was, asking, I was like, fuck no. Man. No way y'all get blown out with that bad in the playoffs. And they don't even have John Morant. But hey, but I, I knew Golden State was going to win because it was going to go back to San Francisco, but not Oakland. I was going to go back to San Francisco, and they were going to dominate. I mean, Warriors dominate on games all yeah. the time. Yeah. And now moving into the conference finals, we are two games into both series, ladies and gentlemen, at the mo- at the time of recording. And first, I want to talk Boston and Miami first. The series is tied 1-1. Um, I knew the series was going to be good, but right out the gate, Miami blows out Boston. The next game, Boston blows out Miami. Now, I have one thing. And one thing only that I would like to say at this moment in time, and what I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, is that Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, and Grant Williams, well, Grant Williams to an extent, but Jalen Brown is an embarrassment to playoff basketball. I don't know if y'all watched game one or not, but this nigga Jalen Brown had <clears throat> he had 24 points in the worst way I've ever seen 24 points. He shot seven for 17, which don't sound that bad. But up until like the third quarter, this nigga was shooting like one for 13, bro. This nigga single-handedly, like if it wasn't for Grant Williams being that booty, I really think Jalen Brown would have been the legit reason that Boston had lost that game, bro. Because I will give Boston credit. They did bring, they did trim the lead to 11. They did only lose by 11. Cause they, oh, my God. They were getting smoked. But um, Grant Williams, I don't know what he thought he was doing. Um, you know, he did a lot better in game two. Um, Jalen Brown, I just need you to be consistent, okay? Because 
you're my Boston is my pick. I, I have Golden State and Boston in the finals. If this doesn't happen now, I think whatever finals matchup we get is going to be solid. But if we don't get Boston versus Golden State, I'm actually going to be upset. But, John, what do you think of this series so far, and who do you have coming out? Uh, I got Boston coming out. Like the way how they dominated game two, that, that was that was just crazy. I mean, like, wow. By 25, 25 was just, oh, that's just ridiculous. I mean, look, by 25, I guess, the number one seed in the playoffs. Marcus Smart going off. Like, the, you saw him cross up Matt Strauss, right? <laughs> Oh my, oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. I mean, Jason Tatum, 27. Jana Brown, 24. I mean, he went 9 for 17. Marcus Smart, he went 8 for 22, but had 24. Grant Williams went 5 for 7 and had 19. I mean. Hey man, shout out Peyton Pritchard, too. Yeah, he had. That little white boy been going off. Yeah, he got. He had 10. Al Horford had 10. I mean. I mean, their plus negatives are crazy, even though I'm not a, a stats person. But, like, Peyton Pritchard, when he's on the floor, they're outscoring the Heat by 39. That's that's actually crazy, bro. It, that's actually crazy. Oh, he's a defensive player. Yeah. That's what he is. He's a defensive player. That's, that's crazy, man. And then P.J. Tucker got hurt. Man, oh, but now that I think about it, one one player I have to shout out, bro. I just seen Jimmy Butler get a lot of disrespect, you know, because of what happened in the playoffs last year. But Jimmy, Jimmy is that nigga. Okay, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler is him. All right. Jimmy Butler is him. Now, I want to address something Stephen A said after game two. He said that Jimmy Butler did not have help on this team. And to that I say, Stephen A. Smith, you're probably never going to listen to this show. But shut the fuck up, please. Because Miami, okay, his teammates sold him. But this nigga has plenty of help. He has Bam Adebayo, Struess, Gay Vincent, P.J. Tucker. Okay, Victor Oladipo, it, it depends on it depends on what day it is. Tyler Hero. Now, Kyle Lowry is hurt, but come on now. To say that this team didn't have – if he didn't have help, they would not be the number one seed in the East. It, let's, let's, let's just keep it a stat. Let's just be honest. But, again, Jimmy Butler is him. Stop playing with that man. That is Jimmy Buckets. You're gonna, y'all going to stop disrespecting Mr. Coffee, man, bro. I'm telling you, that nigga is nice. But John, moving to the next series, um, what do you think about this Dallas and Golden State series so far? And who do you have coming out? Golden State is winning. They're winning by I think they're winning six. Hmm. I think they're winning a six. I would say five. I but I, nah, I, I think they're winning in six. Um, I did see that Dallas did have a lead yesterday. 
<laughs> go Warriors. And and they blew it. I I, I believe no way Luca had forty two and Jalen Brunson had thirty one and they lost. No way. Amen. Luca had forty two. Jalen Brunson had thirty one and they lost. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Um. Golden State is that team, bro. Curry had 32, and then Jordan Poole's freaky ass self had 23. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy, bro. But for me, um, I'm gonna say Warriors in five. Um, personally, I wanted this to be a sweep. Well, not to say I wanted it to be a sweep, but like, I mean, come on, it's Golden State and it's Dallas. Dallas nice, but I mean, come on now. Golden State is crazy. But I think Dallas will manage manage to sneak one win in. And I don't see anything after that. So again, I am going Boston and Golden State in the finals. Um still sticking with Golden State as my final pick for um the championship, but Boston may pull it out. But moving on to our next topic, um, they did officially give out all of the NBA awards. So let's talk about a few of them. Um, Coach of the Year, Monty Williams, um, well-deserved. However, um, I'm not going to say what I have to say about Phoenix. I'm, I'm just not. I'm not. That game seven, man, that was ooh. I don't want to say it's his fault. It isn't his fault. It's not his fault. But uh, his team kind of cheeks. Not even going to hold you. But what did you think about Monty winning coach of the year? Uh, he deserved it. He deserved the number one team in the league. He, he most definitely deserved it. Didn't he win? Uh, he, no, it was Sibazov. Yeah, he was supposed to win last year. But I still don't know how things won that. But. Yeah, it is what it is. It's the Knicks. It is what it is. It is what it's it the is. Knicks. When the Knicks are good in one year, you got to give them all the awards. <laughs> got to give the Knicks all the awards. Man, Man but um, this next award is deserved, but it's not deserved. Uh, Most improved went to Ja. And all I'm going to say is, how did Jordan Poole not make the top three? How did Jordan Poole not win? I'm just like, yeah. how... John hooping, but the second pick, the second overall pick in the 2019 draft, who was rookie of the year in his rookie year, the second year, what did he do? He did something his second year. Third year, all-star. That's the trajectory he was supposed to be on. So I'm not hating. Jordan Poole, dude, Jordan Poole came out of nowhere. Like, I said it at the beginning of pre, like, when we, when preseason started, I said, most improved season is going to be Miles Bridges or Jordan Poole. The fact that it was neither of those makes me sick. Yeah. Jordan Makes Poole. me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Jordan Poole, he's hooping. But, the fact that that nigga was twerking after an one <laughs> and Gary Payton slapped his butt, and then this nigga was sitting on the bench, 
Yeah. And he was talking to his teammate about some girl in the crowd, and he did some weird shit with his tongue. Hey, man. Jordan Poole a freak-ass nigga. That, that's, <laughs> that's a freak-ass nigga. That, that nigga needs therapy, okay? Yeah. Y'all, y'all know what video I'm talking about, Jordan Poole. <laughs> Doing some weird stuff with his tongue and but shoot, how do you feel about John being I mean uh, about John being most improved? Uh he deserved it. He deserved it. I thought he should have been, you know, in the conversation for MVP, but that's okay. Yeah. Like I I I definitely agree that like he took a huge ass leap, but I just don't think that he should have been in the most improved player category because that's that's kind of where the, the 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 draft pick he was that's kind of the trajectory that he's supposed to be on but it is what it is shout out to him six minute year Tyler hero all i'm gonna say is i told you so that's all i have to say no further no further comments no further questions that's all i have but what about you what do you think about Tyler hero being six minute of the year <laughs> I mean, who who else was facing? Who else was in, uh, second or third? Um, let me see. Um, <laughs> bless you. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, Kevin Love, Cam Johnson, Jordan Clarkson, Kelly Oubre, Emmanuel Quickly, and Montrez Harold. Mm. Kevin Love. Whoa, 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 whoa. Kevin Love. Don't get me wrong. Cleveland was like that, but Kevin Love. Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. No. No, I mean, uh, what's his name? Tyler Hero. He won that. Yeah. um, It wasn't really even a competition. Um, I have no further question. I, I have nothing to say. Defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. Um, at first, I was thinking, I'm like, I think Mikhail could have won it. I thought about it. But then the, the playoffs have happened, and Marcus Smart has somehow become one of the best two-way players in the entire playoffs. Now, don't I'm not saying that Marcus Smart sucked offensively, but um, putting up borderline triple doubles with like four steals does not sound like Marcus Smart. So, um, I definitely think that Marcus Smart deserved it. Um, he's been one of the better and more consistent defenders in the league, especially at his position, because it's it's kind of hard. Like, you don't really hear too many great defensive point guards in the league. So, I definitely think that it's well-deserved. But what about you, John? Yeah, at least it wasn't Rudy Gobert. Oh, God. <laughs> at least it wasn't Rudy Gobert. That is all I got to say. <laughs> at least it wasn't Rudy Gobert. Man. Now, this, this here is the most controversial – of all the awards, not award winners. Rookie of the year, ladies and gentlemen, went to Scotty Barnes. And before y- y'all think I'm going to say what I'm about to say, I'm not going to say what y'all thought I was about to say. I don't think Cage should have won it. However, how the fuck did Evan Mobley 
not win rookie of the year? How? What did Scotty Barnes do that Evan Mobley didn't do? The last time I watched Scotty Barnes play basketball was the All-Star, was, was All-Star weekend. And I watched this nigga miss six straight layups. Now, does All-Star weekend correlate to the regular season? No. Did Scotty Barnes win me some money? Yes. Thank you, Scotty. However, Evan Mobley and the Cavs was hooping all season consistently. Did Evan Mobley miss some time? Yeah, and that's probably why Scotty won, but come on now. Come on. Scotty Barnes won Rookie of the Year. Scotty Barnes. Not saying Scotty Barnes is trash. Scotty Barnes is nice. But Scotty Barnes beat out Evan Mobley and Cade Cunningham for Rookie of the Year. Is this what we're doing, NBA? Is this really what we're doing? Is this really what we're doing? You know what? Go, Scotty, I guess. Congratulations. That had to be like the most here nigga damn rookie of the year award I've ever seen. But John, what did you think about Scotty Barnes winning it? Um, I wasn't like, what? I think Scotty Barnes won that award because the Raptors made the playoffs. But uh, I didn't. No, they were in the playing too. The Raptors made the playoffs. Oh, they did? Wait. Yeah, they played against uh, Oh, oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. Yeah. Even still. Man. Yeah, but um But um yeah, I mean uh Evan Mobley, I think he had I think he had. I thought he had it, but but um, they, they gave it to Scotty Barnes. I mean, hey, I mean, I'm not mad at it. It's just it is what it is. Just, yeah, like I'm not mad at it, but it's just like one of those what the fuck moments. At least it was a Jalen Green. Okay, bro, because I, I I lost the dub because Scotty Barnes won Rookie of the Year. So um, not okay, not okay. I, I had a lot that I could have done with that $20, but you know what? It's all good. And now the last NBA award, the MVP, Nikola Jokic. Um, for anybody who said Joker didn't deserve it, it's crazy. That I want to be to win, absolutely. But if you're going to sit here, if people are going to sit here and act like Jokic was not balling all season, crazy absolutely crazy i mean he's a little bit more athletic he's way better of a defender and he was putting up better stats than last year when he first won mvp so let alone he literally carried denver to like what the what were they fourth fifth sixty fifth sixty carried them carried them to the sixty so I definitely, definitely, he he deserved it. But John, what about you? Yeah, Jokic deserved it. 
I mean, people were saying uh, Embiid got robbed and all that. I don't think he got robbed. Yeah. I really don't think Embiid got robbed. Joseph deserved it. He did this thing during the season. I wish Jokic would have more national coverage than the Lakers and the Nets. Because I am tired of Lakers. I am tired of Nets. I need more Jokic. Yeah, that, that man was playing way too well to be barely in conversations at all. And our last NBA topic is somewhat slightly related to awards, but the NBA just recently announced that starting this year, they will be awarding Eastern and Western Conference Finals MVPs. The Eastern Conference Final MVP is the Larry Bird Trophy. Western Conference, magic. Um, No, 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 that's pretty good. Yeah, I actually like that. I actually like that. I like it. But my thing, because I've seen this topic come up quite a bit, and it does make sense to how I I, I definitely think that Larry deserved his, his name on a trophy. But, I mean, how do you have an Eastern Conference Finals trophy and LeBron isn't there? Like... No, no, no. You wouldn't put him there? I, I'll put Bird. I mean, because it's like, I'm, it, it, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like a, a here and there, like both have great cases. But then again, it does make sense because Bron is still in the league, which yeah. does make a lot of sense. Um, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to really call it a participation award, like a lot of people have been saying, but. All I know is, and let me make this very clear, because I already be having to, having problems talking basketball with some people because people just say off the wall shit. If we're having an NBA-related conversation and you bring up a Western or Eastern Conference Finals MVP in your argument, I'm going to just smack the shit out of you. Like, I'm not even going to respond. I'm just going to smack you and walk away. If you bring a conference finals MVP to make a case for somebody, that's like, okay. So John knows exactly what I'm about to talk about. So <clears throat> there is a Morehouse men group me for the class of 22. And we got on the topic of Carmelo Anthony. And somebody in the group chat decided to say that Carmelo Anthony's resume was this top tier, not, not to discredit Melo, Melo's top tier player. But he used the Olympics in his argument. Is this what we're doing? We're using the Olympics, the Olympics, not what he was doing in the NBA, but something he did every four years that he did three times. Like, y'all are sitting here, and you're going to Christian Leitner mellow? This is what we're doing? This is what we're doing. We, we have to be better than this, ladies and gentlemen. So if we are going to use conference finals MVPs as a, to make an argument in support of someone, 
just don't have the conversation with me because I will embarrass you. But John, what do you think about the uh, Eastern and Western Conference Finals MVPs awards being named? I like it. I like it. Um, Magic and Bird being named as the trophies, I like it a lot. I really do. I really, I really appreciate it. I really like that. It was like, oh man. So now it's like later on, we're gonna be like, oh man, like he he got three magics or he got three birds, like as as in trophies. So I I like it. Um, not only builds resume, it builds uh, what you call it, a more Hall of Fame resume. Like for example, Allen Iverson, he doesn't have a ring, but he got that. He got the Magic Johnson Trophy. So it's like, ooh, that builds a resume right there. It shows that he's been to the finals and he got a trophy that that he earned yeah. a spot in the finals. Yeah, that that I'll give you that. That argument does make sense though, because like I honestly, I hate that whole oh he don't have a ring thing because like. Most of the players where you say, oh, well, they don't have a ring. They made it to the finals. The only person I will never give credit for making it to the finals is Carl Malone for non-basketball reasons. But, um, I mean, I definitely do like the award um, in regards to who I think will win it. Um, I think, okay, we, let, let me say this, ladies and gentlemen, because I, I know everybody's been joking about this shit. But Kavon Looney is not winning the, the Magic Johnson, okay? Can y'all chill? Please relax. It's, it's, it's clearly going to be Steph. And then for the Larry, it's going to be Jason Tatum. I mean, it's only right that it, I mean, it's only right. A Celtic is going to get it. It's only right. It's only right. But, uh, Jason Tatum. Sure. But that, that, that's going to do it for the NBA side. And ladies and gentlemen, let's talk the WNBA. Yes, sir. First, let me pull up the standings because I need to I need to talk about this. Because <laughs> I said the Atlanta Dream was gonna be nice. Now, are we only six games into the season? Yes. But the Atlanta Dream currently have a record of four and two. The Atlanta Dream last season were second to last in the league. They're currently number four. They should have won yesterday, but it's okay. Mm-mm. Listen, listen, listen. I know they was playing. I know they were playing watch the Mystics, but I put the money line on the dream. So thank you, John, for ruining my night. Now, shout out to you. We're not going to talk about why, but shout out to John. Um, Atlanta is solid. I mean... Ryan Howard has been. <laughs> oh boy, she's showing why she was the number one pick, man. Um, Ari McDonald's been hooping as well. Um, Nas Hillman's been playing well. Um, and John, I'm gonna ask you about. Well, first, before I ask you about the Mystics, I want to talk about the Mercury. Um, what what is the problem? I mean. Did you see Scholar Dickens and Diana Taurasi go at it? Woo! No, nah, bro. Diana stood up quick. Man. Because when I see bro, because when I seen Scott do that little that little uh anxiety slash I'm pissed shape leg shape, bro. I'm like, yeah, it's bad. 
It's bad. I mean, they squabbling out there. Yeah, they squabbling. Oh, boy, it's out ugly. There. It's yeah. ugly, man. It's ugly. But since you were bragging about them, so talk, talk, talk to me about your Washington Mystics. I mean, we had uh, one bad loss against Dallas at home. That was a bad loss. And then we redeemed ourselves by beating them at their place. Um, but it's still early in the season. Still very early. Um, we got to play Vegas next. And then we got to play Connecticut as well. So, but I think we could beat everyone, in my opinion. I think we could beat everyone. But as I said before, this season is more competitive than last season. Definitely. Every season gets more competitive, competitive, competitive. You don't know who's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. And then um the one other team that I want to talk about, and I I don't I wish I didn't have to have this conversation because I was talking a lot of shit. Um the LA Sparks right now are um they're not good. Um they're they're not good. They they right now. Well, we all know what the problem is. We all know what the problem is. And they refuse, they still refuse to fire this nigga. They 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 just won't do it, and I don't know why. Why is Derek Fisher still the coach yeah. of the LA Sparks? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the potential that this team has is crazy. They have the Aguamike sisters. They have Liz Cambage. They have Jordan Canada, who in a starting role is an amazing basketball player. They have Kennedy Carter. They have Katie Lou Samuelson. Christy Tolliver hasn't played, which I'll give them that. But for this team to have all of these pieces, I'm and to be two and four at the moment in the bottom half of the league, I don't like that. Um I I I I don't know what's going on. Well, I know what's going on, but <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. <clears throat> <sighs> to the presidents of the Los Angeles Sparks, because I, I don't know their name. Just do it. Please fire Derek Fisher. Fire him now and hire me. I will do a better job coaching that team than Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher has shown he's not good with women, whether that's on the court or off the court. So please do us all a favor and fire this nigga. Please, for the love of God, for the love of God, just, just, you know what? Don't even fire him. Just have them show up to practice one day and the doors are locked. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. 
But our last WNBA topic, and I don't know why this is still a thing, but Brittany Griner still ain't home. She's still not home. Um, I don't know what it's going to take. Apparently, um, the U.S. is trying to uh, trade Brittany Griner for, um, you know, some some illegal arms dealer. Um, they honestly might as well, you know, just throw in some cash considerations, uh, future second round draft pick and all that if they're going to consider a trade. Um, Brittany Griner should be home, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's literally just a vape pen. That's literally all it was. It's, it's literally, that's literally all it was. So for her, for once, for her time, in Russia to be extended is still insane to me with the fact that like first of all the U.S. has not made it a priority for her to get, be home she they they haven't and it's pissing me off because let's be honest if this was an M- NBA player though everybody would be over it um I'm I'm not a fan of this on Russia's side or the U.S.'s but Brittany Griner needs to be home now. But um, John, what do you what do you think about the situation? I mean, Still. I just I hate how the United States is handling it. How they're now considering it a priority, and how they're considering it like as a a false detainee. I'm like, bro, that y'all should have been doing that since she got arrested, right? I mean, are you? Once Russia says she had a significant amount of drugs in her possession, I'm like, there's no, 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 they're, they're, this is a political arrest. Because it's vape pens. It's not like she's giving it out to Russians. It's not like she's a plug or a, a drug dealer. No, she's just a basketball player that vapes. That's all. She ain't doing no harm towards the Russian, the Russian uh, society, Russian community. She's not doing any harm. All she does she just want to hoop, go home, and vape. That's it. I, I, I. It's it's a sick situation, man. It it really is. And honestly, if I was Brittany Griner, I would come home and leave. I honestly, would because the U.S. just showed, like, besides the fact Russ is treating her like dog shit, the U.S. literally just proved to her. She don't matter. Besides the fact that she's a black woman, so she already didn't matter in the minds of the regu- the the general American public. Ain't no nah, ain't no way, bro. Cause if I'm Brittany Griner, I know for a fact I'm too damn good of a basketball player, playing at the highest level, and M- a WNBA champion at that one of the best centers in league history and y'all can't even make me a priority like let's but let's keep it a stack bro if jody meeks was to get arrested that nigga would be here tomorrow bro like if jody meeks like okay i because hell nigga even jello that nigga bro that nigga jello stole the toilet that nigga stole the toilet, bro. All she do, like, she not, she's not, she's not giving out acid or LSD or nothing. She just smoked, bro. She just smoking weed. 
That's all she doing. That's literally all she doing. Like, aren't they supposed to be legalizing weed throughout the U.S. right now anyway? Now, I know Russia is a different deal. But the fact that the tweets you sent in the group chat said they're considering a prisoner swap. Not they're doing a prisoner swap. They're considering a prisoner swap. That's not, that's unacceptable. That's, there's no other way. There's no other way to describe it besides it being unacceptable. Brittany Griner should be home. She should be in Phoenix at practice right now. And she's not. That's a problem. And it's it's an unacceptable situation. But I'm that's that's literally like the only word I can even use to describe it right now. But the last thing I'll say on it is she needs to be home. Point blank period. That's it. But on a lighter note, that will do it for the WNBA portion. In our last topics of the day, wrestling-wise. Oh boy, I I've been waiting for this for a minute. Um, when I when I when I decided on this topic, I was like, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be cool. We are going to be grading every current champion in WWE and AEW from A to F. And first, I'm gonna start with. Ashley, because this is technically two and one. Ashley is three, well, four championships, three people. The bloodline, I'm putting them all together. And John, what would to grade the bloodline as a whole, what would you say? Ooh. Ooh, the bloodline. The head of the table, the tribal chief. Greatness on on a different level. I mean, A plus. A plus. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I've been acknowledging this man yes. ever since he sent to acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. The greatest universal champion of all time. Roman Reigns. Modern day wise, modern day, and let me let me let me clarify. I said I'm saying modern day, the best WWE champion. Modern day, ladies and gentlemen, because everybody knows John Cena is my goat, and y'all know I don't play I don't play about that man. Roman Reigns has not lost in longer than a year. It's actually been like two years. Roman Reigns, it's like in like his 600 day reign as the Universal Champion. WrestleMania, he beat Brock Lesnar with a separated shoulder. You gonna hate that man? No. The Usos, I mean, yeah, I mean, are, are they are they the uh the fake black family? Yes. Does Roman wear team burdens? Yes. Do the Usos wrestle in high top forces? Yes, these are all problems, but as a whole. Who is going to stop them? Let's be honest. Because Roman Reigns said, nigga, and who checked his ass? Nobody. You know why? As problematic as it is. But him have said, nigga, who in their right mind is going to check him? Because the only person that probably could check him 
is Dwayne. And Dwayne don't even like being black unless it matters, unless it means something to him. That nigga is a Samoan, okay? Roman said, nigga, and we can't do shit about it. So they're the ones acknowledge them A plus. Hey man. We the motherfucking ones, nigga. Yeah. Raw women's champion. I want to put her in a category above A plus, but I can't do that. But Bianca Belair is an A plus. And if you want me to explain why, then you haven't been listening to this show. Bianca Belair is the EST for a reason. There's no reason why she's that damn good. Well, besides the fact she's a black woman, you know, that's 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 why. That's just why, because black women just do everything better. A plus. Solid A plus. But John, what about you? Oh, uh, I would give her reign uh, uh, a minus B plus because she hasn't had a title defense at a pay-per-view only, even though it's been one month. But I think she should have had the this her and Sonya Deville match at um uh, at Backlash instead of just a random episode of Raw. Yeah, I think she should have had that match at Backlash, and we could have had something with that. Could have something with that, but uh, but we had a three on one handicap match, and then yeah. But I'll, I'll give that a B plus E minus. Understandable. Um, the next is um, no theory, no Austin, but theory. Um, well, you see, because I haven't watched wrestling in a while, because I was also dealing with graduation activities. Um, I don't really know. I mean, Austin Theory is cool. Um. I heard he defended it again. Well, he defended it against Cody. Um, Cody should have won, but it's okay because of the payoff we're getting. But um, I'm just going to guess and say like a B. Yeah. But uh, John, what would you say? I, I would give it a B. I would give it a B. To make the title legitimate again, it has to be defended at a pay-per-view. Yeah. It has to be defended at a pay-per-view and it has to be treated like, a, like an actual... WWE Championship because Roman has what? Roman has both titles. He has the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. If you want to legitimize the United States Championship, make Austin Theory like the, the Raw champion, the champion of Raw, representing Raw. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Next up, moving to SmackDown, we already said Roman. Um, the SmackDown Women's Champion, the 3% Black woman, Ronda Rousey. Um, I don't know, F. I don't know. Don't nobody care about her. Nobody cares about Ronda Rousey. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and say F. But, yeah. John, what about you? Uh, I mean, her reign just started. So I'm going to give it like a, you know, a B minus, B plus. Um, the match, the I quit match, 
that should have been WrestleMania. Yeah, facts. That should have been WrestleMania. The I Quit match at Backlash should have been at WrestleMania. Don't get me wrong. The watching that match, Charlotte and, and uh, Ronda in the I Quit match, that was fun to, fun to watch. I enjoyed watching the match. I enjoyed it. I was like, wow, what was this at WrestleMania? When, when, because WrestleMania matters. Backlash, nobody cared about Backlash until it was time for the event. And we were watching it and we had fun. But if, if the, if the pay-per-view wasn't fun, then nobody would care about that match. So the I Quit match was fun to watch. So I give uh I give Ronda B minus C plus. Um the IC champ is Ricochet. And I would love to put Ricochet at an A. But and it's it's never his fault. It is never his fault. I have to put him at like a D because he doesn't defend it often. He loses often. And he, listen, Ricochet won the title before WrestleMania, yet was nowhere to be seen at WrestleMania. So I'm, I'm just, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. So, unfortunately, Ricochet, I'm gonna have to put at a D. But John, what about you? Um, yeah, a D. I mean, he didn't he defend it against the Los Lotharios in a triple threat match? He did do that. I mean, I mean, what, 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 is, what? I mean, why, first of all, why you have a tag team in a triple threat match for a title? Yeah, that is crazy. Hmm. Mm. Sounds very interesting, huh? It's very interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Very strange. Tag team in a triple threat match, every man for themselves. It's very interesting. And uh, let's see. Well, I'm not talking about the 24-7 title. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. No. Um, Dana Brooke is she's white. I, that's all I can say. And I'm not saying that it's a knock to white people. Y'all are cool. Some of y'all, the non-racist ones. Um, some also the ones who season their food. Y'all are great. But nobody cares about Dana Brooke. Um, and I'm gonna come back to the last championship because it's currently vacant, but it's a whole nother topic on its own. But let's move to AEW. AW, we let's let's start with the FTW champion, my favorite wrestler on the roster. Absolute Ricky Starks. First of all, Ricky Starks should not be the FTW champion. He should be at least the TNT champion because Ricky Starks should be wrestling every week. He has everything that a wrestler needs. He's great on the mic. He's great in ring. He has the, my favorite entrance. He has great music. So when you put that all together and you you put the booking in mind too, because he's had some bangers, I'm going to give him a B. 
I'm gonna give him a B. I want to give him an A. I want to give him an A plus, but I'm gonna stick with it. Actually, I'm gonna give him a B plus, but he should be an A plus. But John, what about you? I would say the same thing. Same thing, B plus, but he should be at an A. He should be at an A. Um, I saw him. Saw him wrestle against um, Shane Strickland. Shane Swerve Strickland, and um, that was a pretty good match. I think they should have more TV time, but hey, Tony Khan doesn't. He, how do I say? He doesn't manage all the wrestlers on the roster very well at all. He doesn't. I mean, you only have you have a two-hour show on Wednesday, a one-hour show on Friday, and then you got the rest of the shows on YouTube, which nobody's gonna watch. So. You either make Rampage a two-hour show, a two-hour tape show, or let's see. What? I know you lying. The Jungle Boys are still the tag team champions. Yes. Oh my God! Why? See, I never get the name Jurassic Express. You know what, bro? I give up. I give up. I have been trying to get the name. No, they are going to be the Jungle Boys for now. I don't. I don't care if Luta Dragon or whatever his name is is not a Jungle Boy. They, they are the Jungle Boys to me. They are Jungle Boy in the Jungle. Bo- you know what? They're the Jungle Boys. They're the Jungle Boys. Um, I like Jungle Boy. Piss. <laughs> I don't want to get copyrighted, but yeah. Um, I mean, I like Jungle Boy, but not Lucha Dragon. So, like, <laughs> bro, if y'all can see what I see right now, I hate John, bro. I do, but um, I mean, their music is cool. Jungle Boy is great. Lucha Dragon. I can't. Wouldn't. Okay, let me look because I'm literally looking at. Lucha Sword, okay. Lucha Sword sucks. So, um, based on my bias, I'm going to give him a D. But, John, what about you? Uh, I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B. But too many wrestlers on the damn roster. Facts. Too many, too many damn wrestlers. How is Tony Khan paying for this shit? How I don't many, know. Because the Dolphins it? suck. So I don't know where he's getting all this bread from. It's from the Jaguars. You Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I mean, honestly, they both trash teams, so. No, Miami Dolphins didn't suck this year. They didn't. Hey, bro. But, like, I mean, shit, weren't the Jaguars, like, second to last in, in the league anyway? Jaguars? Yeah. So yeah. Where, where is he getting this money from? I don't understand. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, let's move to the the best champion in AEW right now, the TBS champion, Jade Cargill. Hey. And let me let me backtrack what I said about Bianca, Bianca, Jade, and the former women's tag team champions are in S tier. S is all the way above A. They are S tier. They are goddess tier. Okay. These black women. Jesus Christ. And then 
she got um she got them two other fine ass black girls. What's in it? Red Velvet and um Kira Hogan in a stable. Mm. Listen, we are getting closer and closer to the female nation of domination. We are we're getting closer. We are I'm getting closer, trying. and eventually it's gonna happen. But Jay Cargill, besides her being fine, oh my god, she's athletic. She well, she don't really need to talk, but she can talk all she wants to. Oh god, that sounds so damn terrible. I might edit this out, but um, she has Mark Sterling in her corner, who is a great talker. Um, she gets better in the ring every single week. So of course, I'm gonna put her at an S tier. What else did y'all think I was gonna do? But John, what do you think about J.E.? Hey. How would this Hey. I mean, just, just amazing. Amazing. I mean, hey, no, no words. Facts. Um, the next the uh, TNT champion, uh, Scorpio Sky. Um, I'm gonna give him an A minus because he should have been the TNT champion a long time ago. I'd even go as far as to say he probably should have been the inaugural TNT champion. But he's in his second reign. And he beat Sammy Guevara, bitch ass. Sammy Guevara. So, go Scorpio Sky. Um, I'm going to give him an A-. minus. But, John, what about you? I give him a B. It's because... Him, his back and forth with Sammy Guevara. I mean, him winning the title and then losing the title and then him getting it back again. That's just confusing. It's very confusing, and I'm getting a little tired of it. But um, I so that's why I give it a B. Um, the women's champion is Thunder Rosa. Um, she beat she beat Mid Baker, so that's great. Um. <laughs> I well again like I've I've barely watched AW because it's on a Wednesday and Wednesdays are crazy usually crazy days, but um I I like Thunder Rosa I do so I'm gonna give her a B from what I from what I have seen I'll give it a B yeah but John what about you I give it a B as well no explanation I give it a B. And now I'm about to have to be a little controversial. Here we go. Because now we're going to talk about the AEW World Champion, Hangman Adam Page. And I love Hangman. I, I absolutely love Hangman. But um, his reign so far, it hasn't, it hasn't been as great as I thought it would be. Um, he had two bangers with Brian Danielson. He had a banger with Kenny. Um, I mean, he had a match with, uh, Vance Art, whatever his name is. Um, that match with Adam Cole was, I wanted to like it, but Revolution was way too long, so I couldn't really get into it. But he is facing CM Punk mm-hmm. at Double or Nothing. So, I think for what I've seen, I'm going to have to give it a B. Um, I still think, because the only person I would ever put an A is Mox. 
in regards to the AEW World Title. I I I can't put Jericho there. I for damn sure ain't putting Kenny there because it it was just no. It was a good reign for the most part, but Kenny was not an A. So I'm gonna have to put it at a B. But John, what about you? Yeah, uh, give it a B plus. Um, his match, uh, Adam Page, his match last Wednesday against um, Takashi. Like that was his name, his last name. I forgot. But um, he that match was very good. Very good last Wednesday. I think you should watch it. You should watch it. Good match. Bet. And moving into our next topic, we said that we were going to come back to this, and we are. Um, I'm pissed. I'm 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 pissed. Um, so for those of y'all that didn't hear, um, on Raw, um, I guess it was supposed to be like a, a six woman match to determine who would be the number one contender for Bianca, and it was Nikki Cross and um, Drop. Liv Morgan, somebody else. Uh, it was uh yeah um, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, Oscar, Becky Lynch, and then Naomi and Sasha. Naomi and Sasha Banks. The the women's tag team champions were in a match to determine the number one contender for the, the singles. Okay, but apparently, I don't remember the exact story, and I don't feel like looking for it. But there was either word of either A, Sasha turning on Naomi, or B, one of them winning. And Sasha and Naomi didn't agree with this because they feel like as the women's tag team champions, they haven't gotten much to do. Now, this is WWE's fault because they keep firing people. But hey, but... They went to John Laurinaitis' office, left the titles on the table, and left Raw. And WWE has been bashing them ever since on live television. Michael Cole said that they let the entire, every WWE fan down, millions of people down, even though millions of people are actually siding with them. Um... Corey Gray said some bullshit on Raw. Um, first, John, I'm going to ask you, like, what do you think about the whole thing, like, with them leaving? Um, I mean, they had to say something. They had to say something. And that was the way of saying it. Could have gone in a different way? Yeah, they could have. But with Naomi and, I mean, Naomi and Sasha, when you're the women's tag team champion, you have to show up to Raw and SmackDown. So not, so not only you have to travel to Raw, you also have to travel to SmackDown. So you have to be double traveling. And then not only they're double traveling, but they're not getting, like, real contenders in matches. It's just tag teams put together because, oh, fuck it, let's do it. Right, and then no one is taking their matches seriously. Their matches, like when they're in singles matches, their bathroom breaks, and no one's like, no one, no one's caring. And then when creative doesn't put any effort into their matches, 
or into their gimmicks, no one's going to care about it, and then they're just going to move along. Right. So it's like the women's tag team titles, they're like, they're just looked upon as like, oh, equality titles. They're, oh, since they're for men's tag team titles, might as well just do a women's tag team title. Yeah. Making it an actual division. Because I, I said this when they first announced the belts. It was cool, but it ain't going, it's not going to give the effect that you know, it should. I mean, hell, like, let's let's be honest. I mean, Sasha and Bailey were the inaugural women's cha- tag team champions. And a few months later, after, you know, they, they made so much on they're like, oh, we're going to go to NXT and defend them and all this other stuff that never really happened for real. They just happened to, you know, oh, well, you're going to lose them at WrestleMania to the Iconics. And we all just sat there just like, uh, not a fan. So when Sasha left the first time, we like, well, of course this makes sense. And here we are, what, three, four years later, five years later, the same thing happened. Um, do I feel like they could have went about it a different way? I mean, I mean, there's different ways to all, there's always going to be a quote unquote different way, but I, I I stand by their decision. I mean, I don't really have a say so in it, but I stand by that decision because, like, I do the same thing. It got me fucked up. That writing team is ass anyway. But in regards to their futures, I'm gonna just say this now: Sasha Banks does not need wrestling. Wrestling needs Sasha Banks. Do y'all realize like Sasha Banks is legit, like, legitimately going Hollywood right now? She's legitimately going Hollywood and it's worked. I mean, she got the Mandalorian going forward. She's doing stuff with Kevin Hart. Um, like Sasha Banks literally is transcending wrestling. Like, she like I don't I don't think when it comes to like there's been like a women's wrestler who's done the things that like you know Dwayne did the right did or what Cena's doing or like what Roman is trying to do. And I think Sasha is gonna be the first one. Cause I mean, she's shown like she's she's capable, so I definitely think that she don't really need wrestling. Naomi, I mean, come on, y'all. Let's be honest. Y'all know damn well that Naomi will be fine. She's married to Jimmy Uso. DUI Jimmy Uso, and if DUI Jimmy Uso is okay, Naomi is gonna be okay, and I definitely think Sasha's gonna be okay. Now, do I see them leaving? I mean, they could. I and they'll be fine wherever they go. They're two of the best women's wrestlers in the, in the world, so I definitely think they're going to be okay. They have no worry about that. Do I think they should go to AEW? Hell no, because they're going to put her, put them both in a position to lose to Mid Baker, and I will raise any and all hell. So I don't know where they would go, but they'll be fine. Again, Sasha don't need wrestling like. <clears throat> Sasha could literally go into acting right now, never come back to wrestling. It'll be A-OK. Straight up. WWE needs Sasha and Naomi more than Naomi and Sasha need WWE. And I'm going to just leave it at that. But, uh, John, did you have any other thoughts on the whole thing? Um, huh, I mean, that's creative fault, man. It's all creative fault. 
why would, first of all, why would you fire the iconics? <laughs> I mean, why would you fire the iconics? They, they were amazing. And then I don't know why Nia Jax and Tamina, Tamina split up. That was just awkward. Um, Natalia's just in a random tag team. It's Natalia and Tamina. Now Natalia is Shayna Baszler. And it really should be Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. But Sex. Hey, I digress. Shoot. If Ronda Rousey could be double champion with like the SmackDown champion and the women's tag team, I wouldn't even complain. I wouldn't even complain. They'd be like, oh, okay. He's tag team champion with Shayna Blazer. They both came from an MMA background. That's that. Ooh. I mean, shoot, put Shannon Baszler and Sonya Deville. They both have MMA backgrounds. Boom. Right. And then, just, you know, we have a stable with the MMA woman. You have Shannon Baszler, Sonya Deville, and Ronda Rousey. Boom. Could all be so simple. All so simple. Why are they making it so hard? Um. Uh, it's, 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 they're, they're, they're not thinking. They're not. Yeah. And the last topic, and let me just say this now, um, this is going to be hell for this company. Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief, is taking a 10-week hiatus from WWE from June 19th to September 5th. Meaning from June 19th to September 5th, there will be no Universal Champion. There will be no WWE Champion. There will be no Tribal Chief. The man who has been carrying WWE on his back for two solid years. Now, I just want to say Cody Rhodes is back. So I think that they'll be somewhat okay. But who will the top heel even be now? Baron Corbin? Ooh. Ooh, ooh. Apollo Grooves. I don't I don't see anybody. But Roman about to go Hollywood. Just watch. And I just feel like this is gonna like truly like fuck up WWE's formula. But John, what do you think about it? Um I was hearing um, rumors that Roman was leaving and all, but I don't. But I, I just did some research and that he's gonna come back um, around Money in the Bank. He's gonna come back around Money in the Bank, and they're gonna get him ready for SummerSlam, which is good. It's good, and also a Clash at the Castle. Have you seen the poster for Clash at the Castle? Mm, I saw it, but like it didn't really like it didn't really register that that's what it was. Mm. But the poster for Classic Castle is like a VHS tape, like a cover for a VHS tape, and it looks pretty cool. Uh, oh, that, no, that's heat. That's heat. That's tough. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, they're saying Roman Reigns is promoted uh, for SmackDown July 8th. July 22nd, 
and Monday Night Raw, July 25th. So they're lying. Yeah, it was just a lot of reports and all. But... Man, but um, I feel like he might be making a movie. And if that's the case, I'm all yeah. for it. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. Go Roman Reigns, my tribal chief. Most definitely. Man. But damn he if he actually is gone for a while and they don't have a main champion on either show, like see, because at least in Brock, like with Brock, like it was one title. Plus, like Brock was literally just like at home on his business. Roman is literally the, the, the champion for both shows. And he about to be busy. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Because let's just be honest, every SmackDown that has not featured Roman Reigns for the most part has been trash. Yep. So we're gonna see what happens. Do I have faith that they're gonna be okay? I mean, Raw will be okay. They have Cody. They, they have um they have Cody with the king. They'll be all right. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know about SmackDown, bro. I I genuinely don't know. Oh no, I I think I think SmackDown gonna fall off a cliff. A fucking cliff. But that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Hooplex. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be we're we're back, y'all. Okay. We had graduation and finals and everything, but we're back. So don't worry. Don't get stressed out. We're back. We have more guests lined up coming soon. So stay tuned for that. And we will see y'all next week.